0: Started off as a <sighs> recording. It's twenty twenty three, y'all. We last time we seen y'all was last year. Yeah. Last year, baby. I dropped the episode this year, but this would be the first official episode of 2023. The reason why, because we always have techni- technical difficulties and I was just a lazy um I figured out the issue, you know what I mean? But uh it was taking me a while to handle the issue and i finally got up one day got inspired because i'm human that's all right like you know what i'm gonna figure out this issue like i'm really good at problem solving and i was like i'm gonna figure out this issue i'm gonna complete it and i'm gonna drop the episode so i dropped the episode man and here we are new episode out go check it out um i think it was called the recession yeah because we talked about this year 2023 the year that we in man and Mm -hmm. uh Longer behold, everything is coming into fruition. Um, we just gonna see how shit is this year, man. It's a new year. You got any New Year's resolutions? I'm not a re- resolution person, but it's some things I do want to work on.
1: Um, I feel like resolutions they got such a bad
0: rep. Yeah. You know, I mean that's because a lot of people don't abide by them, but they don't. Yeah.
1: I mean. The only thing I really want to do this year is just have my own rental property. Okay, that's really all. That's really all. Like, there's some things. Yeah, you know, like there's there's some things that I could probably, you know, think about. But there are more superficial stuff. Like, yeah, I may want to get a new car, but that's not really a goal. That's just if I, you know, feel like going to the dealership Mm -hmm. and I see something I like, I'll be like, all right, I'll get this car. But something I am working towards is, you know, I wanna, I wanna. I want to rent a property. I want us to have one. I want it to be something we can keep in the family. And then if we like the process, if we feel like this process is something to replicate, then we're going to keep getting more and then more. But the first year, let's worry about one.
0: Yes, sir. Let's worry
1: about one. That's all that really matter.
0: <laughs> it's all about minor steps, man, for that one big step. That's how I look at planning and everything I do. I usually make minor milestones for the big milestone because you just don't. Wake up and just accomplish one goal. You have to go through minor tribulations to get to that one goal.
1: No matter how much money you got.
0: Exactly. So what I do, I usually try to make small plans so it can all uh, go towards the bigger goal. That's how I do. I do milestones and steps. Like, all right, this month I'm going to try to hone on this skill and accomplish this one specific thing. Yeah. Then next month I'm going to go do it again, to something else that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to keep doing it until it all makes sense to my mind to finally be able to have enough resources to do the final thing I wanted to do. And that's how the podcast began as well. It started off with just doing research. That's how I started it. And, um, yeah, it was research, and we were doing small little things, uh, like looking up podcasts and equipment, uh, uh, purchasing things, at small things at a time. Making sure things make sense, getting the feel of the market, and then that's when it's the right time. We came, we created a small miniature studio, it
1: set the way for a lot of people. If you yeah. ask me,
0: yeah. And then, um, then yeah, everything came into how it is, and that's how I look at every project that we try to do. Small milestones for the big goal.
1: The good thing about podcasts is like you know we got it at a really good time because there was still a, there was a mystique around podcasting because some people didn't even know like what a podcast was. You know what I mean? And then once we started bringing and other folks started really getting along and getting that together, and boom, you know, there's podcasts everywhere. You know, now everybody has a podcast. But I say that to say, you know, you never want to be hasty and just dive right into something, but it's okay to take your time and pull the trigger on something that you feel like you can execute. Because what you want to do, you want to make that shot a critical blow. You want to be able to pull the trigger on something after you've done your research, after you know you feel like this is a realm that is profitable or this is something that you can sink your teeth into and you won't turn around, you know, maybe a year or two in and be like, this this was a waste of my time. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do that. You know, so that's why if there's something you want to do, you can always, like, people ask me all the time, you know, how you try to LLC, and I, I tell him, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's it's just paperwork, you know, for the most part. But what you really got to understand is, is this is this whatever you have, whatever hobby you feel like is a is a marketable, you know, business. Is this something that you want to put on paper? Because if you put it on paper, that means you got to pay taxes on it. Mm-hmm. And if it's just a hobby that you make money with on the side, does is it really something? That you want to pay the government for, or is this something? Do you see this self? Do you see this this opportunity? This hobby scaling to where if you're doing let's say let's say you're making candles. I don't know if you're making ten candles a month, right? Do you see and you say, all right, I make ten candles a month. I've made one hundred and fifty dollars this month. Okay, let's turn this to a business. Now I have an LLC. Cool. You know you have a name you have your name on something it's fine but do you see yourself one day making a thousand candles a month mm-hmm. do you yeah. see yourself one day making a thousand I uh, make ten thousand candles a quarter like what like if if not then you know maybe maybe you don't need an l l c or something like that for that or you just need to do the proper research yes. before you get the formation and you start paying That's, bills with it
0: but like I said it you always know? comes from uh looking at everyone else's success and failures and failures they don't they don't actually see the failures but it's like people gravitate now to short-term success mm-hmm. rather than like long-term people are not thinking long-term nope. like let's go back to the candle business all right so you have a successful candle business it's doing pretty good as a startup candle business mm-hmm. but have you created long-term goals for yourself and the business Like, that's a big question that you should ask yourself. Like, the short-term gain right now, and it's all cool right now. Yeah. Are you setting yourself up for the long-term? Like, you shouldn't have that LLC until, like, the long-term gain. You know what I mean?
1: I agree, you know, and there's a lot to go into it, especially if this is just your hobby. All right, now you have to worry about tax filing. Okay? That's cool. That's one thing. When you have to worry about tax filing, you have to worry about bookkeeping. You're not if this is just your hobby and you selling, you know, 10 candles a month to your friends, what do you who are you going to how are you going to track that? Are you going to track that by hand? Are you going to track that electronically? Are you going to pay someone for a service? Do you have a website? Like all these type of things, you know, it comes with time. People want to just jump in and just go straight to, all right, if I get LLC my life is different. No. It's not. You need that foundation. Do you have an accountant? You know, if not, are you gonna be able to do it yourself? Do you want a business account? If so, you're gonna have to provide x, y, and z. You're gonna have to make sure there's money in that account every month because it takes money to it takes money to make money you know so it's it's a lot of a lot of things and i I feel like sometimes people just see like you said the door in front of them instead of the hallway that's behind the door.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean that was deep. I've never heard that one before. Thank you. I'm gonna write that one down and I'm gonna use it as my own I like that. Yeah, I'm going to use that in multiple conversations, I don't too. need no credit, neither. You're not getting it. That's fine. That's how I roll over here, no credit. That's cool. Unless it's, like, a really inspirational. If it's really inspirational. I'm like, a friend of mine told me X, Y, Z. I'm that friend. But that's deep. I'm not going to say that. I'm just taking it yeah. blatantly, too. Plagiarism. Cool. That was real good. Did you make that up yourself? Yes, I did. I like that. I will write that down. You should write that down.
1: I am. I might put it in the book. You should.
0: But, yeah, all this is the same, man. Focus on the goals Short term goals for long term success. Set yourself up. That's how I see it. Um, twenty twenty three, hopefully it does you well. Hopefully everything you dreamed of, you accomplish it. But just know that it's not gonna happen overnight. So work on it. And that's what I'm gonna do. Twenty twenty three. I don't really I don't really believe in resolutions. I just feel like working on yourself. Literally. Just if you wanna change one day. Just work towards changing yourself. You don't need the new year to dictate nope. that. So, uh, like, another way to look at it is, like, people going to the gym. I hate he that one. In the gym. Like, yo, I'm going to go to the gym starting New Year's. Get out these people way man. Get out the fucking way. Get off that bench press machine. You don't know what you're doing. You ain't have no proper workout. You didn't even go on Google or YouTube to learn how to properly have a Proper lifting form You're just slowing down my workout You're just in my workout And now I'm going to be pissed And now I'm going to report you Mm -hmm. And you have an improper form And you're going to hurt yourself All because you committed to a New Year's resolution (laughs) You had no um, I don't even know what to say No gym decorum Yeah, yeah, yeah And not even gym decorum Like you don't have no research or prior knowledge Of working out for you to do that Yeah There's nothing wrong with just hopping into it But at least have some knowledge on it Listen, I was you know in the me?
1: gym. I was in the gym. This is right before the New Year's, man. I was in the gym. It's it's a nice. I go to a very nice gym. It's a it's a it's a mixed crowd of mm-hmm. folks. It was a little scrawny guy. It was a little scrawny guy over there in the corner, and he was squatting. And you know, I'm I'm watching about the corner of my eye. This is
0: judgment free song though, by the way. Yeah,
1: it's judgment free. I'm saying scrawny for uh-huh. like the listeners to like get. An idea of yeah. what his body type looks like. Yeah. But I'm watching him out the corner of my eye because I feel like something he's about to do isn't going to be safe. Mm-hmm. So he puts on the 245s, one on each side. Okay, that's normal. That's like, what, 135, 140? That's mm-hmm. okay. Then he gets to two on each side. I'm like, all right, he's pushing it. That's 190. He did it. Mm-hmm. Then he gets to three.
0: Oh, okay, that's two something.
1: He gets to three, and he goes all the way to the half point. And when I tell you, this man folded up like a fortune cookie and screamed so loud. And I'm I'm now, mind you, I turned my music down because I was watching. I was like, I hope this man doesn't hurt himself. Long and behold, he was, he was trying to impress some. There was there's, there's beautiful women that go to my gym. It's mm-hmm. beautiful women. I will say that he was trying to probably impress somebody that was over there doing some squats. Nobody and he ended up on you. you ended up looking like an idiot.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so like I, it I said, a bar. yes, it, it was oh, free form. Yes. So it was just him. It was him and his In knees. The bar.
0: Yeah, it him was and him his and his knees. knees. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was it. That guy is not a smart man. When I, he's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a term for that. It's called ego lifting. Oh yeah. Um He folded like a GTA character. Yeah, it's, a, it's called ego lifting. Like, all right, I feel like you're not that confident that you can do it, but you think you can do that because you have a lot of ego. Yeah. Is it, the weights was just too big for your britches, man. And that's okay. And that's okay. But you can work towards mm-hmm. doing that. You don't just have to jump into it. Like I said, minor steps. I wanted to live 340. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start off small. And I'm going to constantly move up and wait every other month probably. Every month or every week, depending on how my progression goes. So I will start off with like a hundred I couldn't even bench press like a hundred at one time. Mm-hmm. And then I would just put in all right, I'm put uh, forty five plus forty five is ninety. I'll put ninety on the bench press and that's like one forty five right there. So mm-hmm. I'll just So I start off with that and then put another two forty five just like him. And then I will stay at that weight for a while until I feel comfortable enough to keep doing it consistently without help. So then I was like, all right, I'm not going to put 45s on this one. I'm going to put 10. I'm going to put 5 and 5 on the side Mm -hmm. start off small. All right, cool. That's only 10 more pounds, so I'm going to just focus on that for that month. And then, you know, it's so forth and so forth. I look at, like, working out and bench pressing and shit like that or any type of working out, lifting weights as, like, a balloon. Like, you don't want to keep – you don't want to overexert the energy because it's going to pop if you keep blowing the balloon. But if you keep the same pressure, constant pressure, is, it grow, it slowly grows. That's how I look at lifting weights. So I would do it, it just. And then uh, if I feel like my energy is exerted for the day, I'll start working out.
1: And you don't want to psych yourself out exactly. either, because the people there's there's probably some muscular people, you know, in the gym, like doing all this X, Y, and Z. But you're not on their level yet, and that's okay. And that's you don't okay. you don't want to have to compete when you go to the gym. You're not competing with you're anybody competing but, yourself, but
0: yourself. Yeah,
1: but yourself. You know, so, like, when I, I like to go to the gym, I don't really look at anybody. I just, I'm head down. I'm in my own zone. And whatever reps I do is what I do. I'm not in the mirror like, damn, this guy is just killing it right now. I'm not worried about that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You was worried about somebody when you was trying to squat all that because you didn't even look like you've been to the gym ever. Never, ever, yeah. Before. Like, he did not look like a regular gym fellow. So, I was like, you just trying to kill yourself in here.
0: Yeah, man. The gym, man. And... Don't be scared to ask people. I mean, some people wouldn't mind, but there's some people that wouldn't mind. I'm one of those people that's like in the middle, depending on how I'm feeling that day. I haven't been to the gym in a while, but I'm when I'm usually like, it's usually a, a bad day. I'm usually having a bad day if I don't got headphones on because people are going to ask me a million questions. If I'm at the bench press rent, like I'm going to get approached a hundred times. Yeah. If you know, I don't have headphones on, but if I have headphones on, I'm I'm cool. That's a hit not, or miss, though. It stops. Yeah,
1: that's a hit or miss. Like you know, because some people we live in a society now where you ask, you try to lend a helping hand to help somebody to the gym, you going viral for being a creep.
0: No, I don't help nobody. People ask me though. A yeah. Lot of people, when I'm there. But yeah, man. But yeah, I hit my goal, and I was like, I'm done doing, I'm done lifting weights. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, 2023, man. Like I said. Set yourself for long term success. Don't look at the door in front of you. Look at the hallway behind it. I mean, yeah, ooh, words from me. Ooh, I like
1: that. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll quit middle yeah. of the situation. Words from me, man. That's Deep fine. Words from me.
0: That's cool. But I uh, mean. yeah, I don't have any res. But back to what we were saying, I don't have yeah. any resolutions. I don't. My resolution is to remain consistent, remain persistent, res- remain resilient. Ooh, that's nice. Thank you. i mean persistent, consistent, resilient. Yeah. Okay. That's that's been my mode. I've been on that mode since like 2017. It's not a year that I digressed yes. I wouldn't say so. Every year if I if I fell down, I got back up and and I excelled. And uh yeah, man. So that's how I see it. I feel like bigger and better things are to come and uh I'm going to work towards them. I don't wish, I, I do.
1: And I mean, I I I guess it's 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 important to say that don't take every new year as a restart
0: yeah i look at it as a continuation exactly
1: because if it's a restart that means all the work you did or didn't do you know for out for this topic topic i'll say all the work that you did it doesn't matter anymore cuz you just restarted no you you analyze what you did now you don't have to be a you don't have to be an incredibly intelligent person to analyze nothing it's just like yo all analyzing something is is What is this? What did I do? What did not do? What do I want to do? That is basic analysis. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do. If you can do that, you can can analyze your own situation and then try to come up with a better outcome. But don't wait until January 1 and, you know, make it say, all right, instead of saying January 1, tomorrow I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You know, and I'm going to just write it down. Easy way to do this, right? I found I became way more organized when I started writing to-do lists. Like, very stupid to-do things. I would be like, if there was something I didn't want to do,
0: mm-hmm. I'd put it on
1: my third thing to do for the day. Nice. And I'd put something I wanted to do first, and then something that was quick second. And then the big thing, I'd do it in the middle. Because everybody, even in writing... There's this thing called fear of the middle. You're halfway done the day. You're halfway done your list, but you just don't want to tackle the big thing. Don't ever put the big thing last on the list because you're not going to do it. You're going to, you're going to bullshit. You're going to waste time. You're going to do a million other things. And then the big thing you are supposed to do today, is it done? So I like to put it in the middle of the day. Some people like to put it in front, but it's all about your priorities uh, and whatever you want to do to become successful.
0: You know, but hey, man. Amen. amen to that, brother. Yes, sir. So that's how you operate. Every time we all operate differently. Some of us have different ways of success. Mm-hmm. Um. So you attack the big thing first, and then go for the small things. The way
1: I do, I do the smallest thing first, mm. and then I do something else, and then. I'll uh, do the big thing in the middle. I usually like to do the big thing in the third because now like I'm warm. It's just like a set. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. warm. It's like warm my, up. my muscles are going like my brain muscles are going like whatever I'm doing. It's like, all right, I just I accomplished two things. So accomplishing something isn't the hard thing of the day. The hard thing of the day is sitting down and doing the thing that you anticipate doing. Mm. You know, like so it was I was building the anticipation. Exactly. Like, I'll okay. give Good. you a prime example of my day. Yesterday, my hard thing was finishing my research report that I was doing. I didn't put that as my first it was due at around one o'clock. I didn't put that as my first thing. My first thing I put on my thing was read the paper. Mm-hmm. I read the paper, boom, that was done. My second thing was answer at least three emails. I answered three emails. So not only did I read to To unlock, like, you know, tired brain. So now my brain is moving. I also use my hands. I use my language to write an email, wrote a a few emails, answer people back. So now it's like, okay, not only did I activate my brain by reading, I activated my brain by comprehending an email. Now I'm going to activate my brain to do the hardest thing of the day. Because I feel like I've already done. You're ready as a startup. I'm ready. warming the car up. Yeah.
0: All right. When War- it- warming the car up in a cold winter morning.
1: You don't you don't drive you don't drive your car off when it's ice on the window, yeah. do you? No. You okay gotta, you then. Warm it up first. So why would you do the hardest thing on the first part of your day?
0: That's crazy. It's it's funny that you say that because I'm the complete opposite. You just drive off? I just drive off. You was
1: a crazy motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you I wore my car up. I wear, I definitely wore my car up. You don't take morning. the ice but off? When it come yeah, i when it comes to vehicles, yeah, but in real life, okay, I attack the big thing first. That's that's the different. Thing. Yeah. That's di- that's interesting because it's um I don't know the way my brain works. If I can tackle this big thing first, then me, I can conquer anything else because I will have the enough confidence mm. to to do the rest of the small shit, and it'll be a breeze to me. So like, if my day is long and tiring, if I have a lot of repetitive work, my brain is gonna be stuck on poop, and I'm like, all right, the hard thing, I have the hard thing right here in front of me. Like if it's a hard thing that comes across me. At the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to tackle this today. So I'm going to do a lot of minor, small things, mm-hmm. easy things to get it out the way. And then the next morning, I would tackle that the first thing in the morning because um, I'll, I'll come in with a refreshed brain. I can't do it if my brain – I can't do nothing difficult or hard if my brain was already doing minor stuff. Yeah, already. that fatigue brain, that's yeah. a real thing. So I had to – so I usually accomplish all the hard shit in the beginning. So you
1: battle the beast first thing in the morning? You got to. Okay.
0: And then I was like, all right, I, I won the uphill battle. Now there's a slow roll down.
1: That's not bad. And but you know the thing is though, that's why it makes us two different people. Yeah. And it's parody because at the end of the day, we're both tackling the big thing before the day is over. Yeah. It's just more so how are you gonna fight the animal? How are you mm-hmm. gonna fight the beast? How are you gonna kill the dragon?
0: Because you're already fatigued, like if you're already fatigued and you like I'm I'm I've been holding off for this one project for a very while. Yeah. And I I really want to tackle it, but I don't think I have enough brain power to do so yes. right now. So that, that's usually me And I was like You know what I'm going to force myself To actually do this Yeah, And then I usually feel good About myself afterwards You know
1: And I tried that way mm-hmm. I tried that way and, and for me It didn't work Because I ended up Just always Being discouraged And I realized That once I activated My brain a little bit more I'm like Oh I got this yeah, I, can, I can I'm do saying, this that's shit That's what I'm saying You know
0: When, I, when you really think You're like Alright I'm discouraged right now And then you really think it's like you go to a different mode, and you really read between the lines, and you really get a mm-hmm. great understanding of what's being in front of you. And you're like, yo, this is actually a breeze. Mm-hmm. It's just I was overthinking and overexerting my brain, mm. so I wasn't understanding what's in front of me. But now once I simplify it, I can tackle it easier. I like that's it. how That's how I look at hard shit, because when I'm like... Yo, why did this take me a long time to comprehend right now? Yes. And then I was like, you know what? That's because I had a lot of other shit that I was focused on. But now I can fully focus on this one big project, and I can tackle it.
1: Do you feel like life would be easier if people had more mentors?
0: Um, Yeah. I say that about anything, though. It depends on the—because if you have a career, or if you, even if you're an entrepreneur, you don't even have—you don't— know the first step no you usually most entrepreneurs don't have the type of mentorship mentee thing going on so they're just doing it off a whim but if everyone had a mentor and they've been there done that went through those trials and tribulations and i feel like everybody is setting you up for success you know what i mean that's if you had mentors you know
1: i agree and it's it's hard because a lot of times your mentor is the one who's going to give you your first big break yeah. Like usually a lot of times So you people are like Yeah I'm self made I'm self made Yeah you know But let's say you became successful At like 39 You did everything yourself You made a couple million dollars You did it all But that person with the mentor Did the exact same thing as you But did it at 30 mm-hmm. Now some people say What's the difference You know you're both millionaires You know you're right You're right But that person at 30 has the ability to now at 39 shape whatever else they want to do. Mm-hmm. With well, that person at 39, man, they did everything they by themselves. They pulled themselves up from their bootstraps. They did it, but they did it the hard way, but they still were they still were successful. And that story I feel like is more rarer than having a mentor than becoming successful. Yeah. But that's nine years extra added on to doing something that you could did at 30 if there was somebody to help you.
0: Yeah, but, uh, and you gotta look at age, you know what I mean? Uh, you can look at it like these younger kids. There's some dudes that's willing to have a helping hand and mentor the young kids, but mm-hmm. they're so young and ignorant and naive, and I mean ignorant as in not knowing, but, uh, they don't want the help because they don't understand the value of themselves at that age, at a young age. Like, um... Because you always see somebody make the wrong decision, but somebody already told them, like, yo, I've been in your shoes before. Don't walk down that path. Yep. Because it's not going to end well. And it usually never ends well for the kid. Nope. And if they were to listen to that person trying to lend a helping hand, then they wouldn't have did it. But some people got to live and learn. Me, luckily, um, uh, I listen to the people older than me. That's why I didn't make, a dis- like, I didn't make no bad decisions. I've never been to jail. Never did anything stupid. Well, I did a lot of stupid shit, but I've learned. Was it life-threatening stupid shit? Yeah, it wasn't life-threatening stupid shit. It was minor stuff. Yeah. But I always had somebody to tell me, yo, I've been in your shoes before. Don't go this path. Don't go that path. And I also learned from other people's mistakes. A lot of people don't have that type of intuition, Mm -hmm. but they can see somebody's mistake and not make that mistake. They just walk down the same path. And uh, I was blessed with having that type of skill of observations. And... um learning from other people's mistakes. But, yeah, I feel like a mentor. If I had a mentor, somebody that got me in the right direction, I'm like, yeah, what do you actually want to do? And not these little BS mentors that be in your school that don't really care about your well-being, the mentor that actually cares about what you want to do with your life and decisions you want to make. If I had that, I'd probably be more successful than what I am now. And I feel like a lot of kids would would do that. So I feel like mentorship is extremely uh, needed. Because when this podcast when this podcast first started and we was working on a little small, small minor film, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna lie, my clout went up. I'm not gonna lie, my clout went up on social media. People seeing social media success, but they don't see what's behind the the curtains. Mm-hmm. But I had I had kids that went to my high school like younger than me like, Yo, bro, sending me paragraphs. People sending me paragraphs like, "Yo, bro, you are the most successful person I know. Like, I want you to mentor me." Mm-hmm. Bro, I can't. I don't I can't even mentor myself. And how am I mentor you? How am I mentor you? It's no blueprint to what I'm doing. I'm no, just doing just it. Just doing it. That's what I'm saying. You doing. live living. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's some youngins underneath from me that look up to me that I'll be like trying to show them they do they do pretty well for themselves. They got their own businesses now. Shout out to y'all. I know who y'all are. Um but yeah, man, mentorship is extremely important.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that that's why I asked you, because I've seen so many people go down so many different paths simply because they just didn't have, not even a mentor, just somebody to be like, yo, like you said, I've been there. You don't want to be there. You know, I know it looks cool, like you get that, that, that instant gratification. You think, you think you do. But in reality, everything you do, even when you take a sip of water, there is an after effect to even taking a sip of water. The question is is that after effect valuable enough to you to drink that glass of water mm. is it like is it really like okay like you know this whole thing with kia right i'll give you a prime example i'll give you a negative example and a positive example kia right it's very very easy to steal a kia it's very very easy to steal a kia i'm not promoting theft on this podcast but what i'm saying is a lot of people nowadays have the the rings like the, the the security camera lights that in your houses, right? Okay, you think you got away scot free? Whatever, you did a joyride, you picked up whoever, you know what? You're the man for the day in your in your in your opinion. Okay, fine. Everybody on that on that block has a ring has a ring security camera. They know your face, they know your mom, they know where you stay. Now you're going to go to jail for three years. That changes your life, whether it's good or bad. You know you can come back from it, but that 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 moment in time. Changes your life. Whereas, though, you know, let's say you have somebody that says, listen, I've seen that happen before. I used to do that back in the day. X, Y, and Z happened to me. I'm telling you, don't do it. Kid doesn't do it. Kid goes on to do X, Y, and Z. The kid becomes successful. And that one thought, that's all it was. It was just a thought. He didn't act on it. She didn't act on it. Because somebody told you, hey, I've been there. I've done it. Don't do it. And you respect that person. You can't have a mentor... That you don't respect. ...that you don't respect. Or
0: someone that hasn't been in your shoes. You yes. Know what I mean? That's why I dislike when this little white... Little white college kids go to, like, the urban neighborhoods and go to the gyms and the recreation I'm not centers, respecting you. And then they go in there, like, eh, you know, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Dude, you smoke weed all day. You wear messed up shoes. Your parents have 401Ks and retirement plans i don't even know my father how am i supposed to respect you got driven you to school every you day got, you got driven to school every day you got a full scholarship me and you we do not relate at you wear sparries. <laughs> sparries. we do not we, are, we come from two different environments i cannot respect not respect i can't even relate to you to respect yeah. you, you know what i mean and it's not a bad thing that we don't we come from two different places but it's not your fault people want people only look up to people that been in them, sh- been in their shoes. Yeah, look like and act like them. Yeah, same same skin color.
1: And I can I can relate it to a real life experience. Like Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. Allen Iverson was in jail. Allen Iverson was in jail. Allen Iverson was such a polarizing figure when he came out and he made it to the NBA. He became an NBA MVP. Everybody in Philadelphia ba- damn near worships Allen Iverson. Why? Because he's like, yo, I'm not. This preppy. I didn't come from a million dollars. I'm a normal dude that was that skillful, and I was myself. He was authentic to the bone. Mm-hmm. Even in his and only time I ever seen the man wore a suit was in his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. He was himself every single day of his life. And you even loved it or you hated it, but you respected him mm-hmm. because that was him. You know, and that and that's what it really is. If you want to be a mentor to somebody, find somebody that was like you. Don't you know? Put on a turtleneck, please no, and and start quoting dumbass Bible scriptures, and you mm-hmm. think somebody go? Nobody's gonna relate to you like that. If you want to really go see somebody that you think that could have been you, mm-hmm. and tell them why you're a living testament as to why there can be change. Yep. I remember when I was in high school, and I used to do something for the city. I used to volunteer at uh, the detention center in Philadelphia and I remember these guys and these guys, they were telling me, they were like, yo, if I would have known you as my friend, I probably wouldn't be in this shit. Mm -hmm. And I went home. I'm like, damn, Like that that feels good. But at the end of the day, I get to go home to my mom and my dad and they in jail. You know what I mean? But hopefully, you know, when they get out, they're like, yo, I remember him. You know, he came in here and said, like, yo, shit, shit can be different. You know what I mean? Do X, Y and Z like. Stay on your shit You won't It won't You won't have to be like that For so long Cause you get a second chance mm-hmm. If you really want it You know But Not everybody Gets a second chance I understand that But But um Yeah it, It's it's possible It's possible So Be a mentor if you can be If you have the capacity To be a mentor Don't be a mentor To put it on paper That's my whole point
0: Yeah I know a lot of those Yeah Yeah do no shit get done Yeah, yeah. Ever does. Not a damn thing. Yeah, man.
1: But it's 2023, man. The world's been go- the world's been going crazy. The World's
0: always going crazy.
1: You know, it's sometimes hard to to find topics to talk
0: about only because the world is so overstimulating. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the new age of social media. Everything like, is recorded, bro. Not even just American shit. Like it's a lot of things bleeding into America and U.S. media. That shouldn't even be there, and now our brains is just oversaturated with this bullshit, bro. I can't even remember shit at this tired, point. Tired, bro. I just get tired of this shit, man. It's like so much. Like you just don't. Like I, I'm starting to read the paper every day now. I know, love it forcibly, and I'm just <laughs> learning shit. But I'm still, I'm still reading between the lines. I'm still not taking everything as to what I see on the black and white paper. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing my own extensive research on something that I find. But it's like, damn! They talk about everything in the news. Yes, bro. they do. I uh, we I read Wall Street Journal every single day. Mm-hmm. But this one particular thing was sent to me by a coworker, and I was like, "This is actually interesting." And it was Mark Cuban created his own pharmaceutical company. Hmm. Yeah, Mark Cuban created his own pharmaceutical company for lower costs. I don't know what. I'm pretty sure it's not to be genuine. Is the billionaire? But he's a billionaire. It is called. So it's called Why Costs plus drug company.
1: Why cost plus plus drug company?
0: Why cost plus drug company? And the the mission statement says we are redefining the pharmaceutical supply chain with transparent prices. The Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company, PBC, is fundamentally changing the way the pharmaceutical industry operates. As a public benefit corporation, our social mission of improving public health is just as important as the bottom line. We've built a vertically integrated supply chain to transparently change or charge a standard markup on every drug we hmm. sell. So it opened in 2022 in the state of Texas. That's where they manufacture all the drugs. Okay. Um, they're a licensed drug wholesale nationwide. So uh, essentially, they're a wholesale for pharmaceuticals and drugs so yeah you get it at a lower rate than well cvs or the other big pharma would give it to so if a company is selling it for four thousand dollars which was in the video they'll be selling it for seventeen dollars or something for like uh like uh stds like i don't don't remember the specifics but i know it's around like two thousand dollars for a bottle Mm. Well, With your insurance carrier But with Mark Cuban that bottle will be like $33 or something like that Ooh, He's about to <laughs> Yeah, And then, you know um, And A lot of people are having these conspiracies About how he's trying to disrupt the pharmaceutical company Yeah uh, Maybe he is man um,
1: I feel like We're in a We're in a damned if you do damned if you don't society Like Take Elon Musk for an example. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody wants free speech. Everybody wants free speech. Okay, Elon Musk buys Twitter. Elon Musk is a horrible person. All right. What Mark Cuban is doing, again, I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but I'll speak to it like this. Mark Cuban is a billionaire. So his bottom line will be always to make a dollar. Yes. Always. No, No matter what the good intent, he wants to make money. Yes, I agree. But, but, in pharmaceuticals, you don't have to overprice the drugs to make adequate money Yeah, because a lot of the drugs even at a 17 dollar a bottle rate the profit is still high but to the consumer it's manageable yes it's manageable You know, and that's what it really has to be. Like the thing is, yes, we have free free market capitalism. That means if you have the money, you have the power. But when you have you are literally hurting yourself in terms of business because people can't even afford the drugs, so that means they're not even gonna buy them. They're not even gonna buy them. So making drugs more affordable, number one, granted, you may you may lose a couple dollars in the in the in the in in the influx in the beginning in the inception but if the goal is to over time have returning customers because the drug prices are so low then that is your goal and if you're working to that goal I find that to be a successful business it's successful it really is like Uber Eats yeah you're you're gonna pay that 1399 for your food you're gonna pay extra four dollars for your food, you know, but when a deliver when a, when you get it delivered from an actual delivery place, the delivery fee is like eight bucks. Yes, sir. So yeah, you pay the four dollars for the Uber Eats delivery fee, and it's the same food. It's the same food.
0: So here we go. This is a medicine called uh, albendazole. I don't know how to pronounce it, or generic for Albenza. I don't know what it is to treat, but I know the regular prescription is four hundred and thirty-seven dollars and sixty-eight cents. With Mark Cuban's pharmacy, it'll be thirty three dollars. Come on. Here you go right there. Oh
1: wow. And just like that, you have a lifetime customer. Yes, you do. You have a lifetime customer. Let me tell you and it has
0: the pricing for you. So it's five dollars for shipping, three dollars for pharmacy labor, three dollars for fifteen percent markup, and then manufacturing is the twenty six dollars. That's a lot of honesty right there man I'm not gonna lie There's usually a lot of shite shit That goes into these pharmaceutical companies mm. And why they charge so much For what I don't fucking know Because there's no competition man. Until now But uh Yeah this is to disrupt the big pharmaceutical companies And Mark Cuban man Be safe out there man Big pharmaceutical
1: companies Are literally Legal crack dealers Yeah Legal Big pharma is literally Your, your legal crack dealer And the fact that Mark Cuban you know, it, it's commendable. Granted, granted, he's still making money. But it's commendable that, you know, yes, you still want to have a profit. That is correct. But you're trying to put more money in the pockets of the consumer. Because you want to have them back. Like, it, like it, I don't, man. Yes, sir. It's a dangerous game these pharmaceutical companies play. It's a dangerous, dangerous game. And the crazy part about the game is that a lot of the drugs out there, those name brand drugs, you can get the same thing on a generic name brand. Yes, you on, yeah, you can. And it's just ten times higher That's the price. The
0: same thing. You just get it. Yo, you know what it's like? It's literally like, alright, I'm about to get a plain black shirt from Belisa Yaga. Yeah, that oh my shit god. is $500. Oh my god. But I can get a plain black shirt from Target for like $14. 14 cash. And it's the same exact thing. It's yep. just designer drugs. Yep. That's all it is. And that's what this episode is probably going to be named, designer drugs. Designer
1: drugs. There was a day. Oh, I don't know if you remember it or not. There was when Clay Thompson got his signature shoe. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson signed with a brand called Anta. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody was laughing at Clay Thompson because it's not a famous brand. Yep. It's an overseas brand, and the shoes were only like 60 bucks. But what they did was they took the Anta symbol off the shoe. And they put the Nike sign, the Under Armour sign, the Adidas sign on the shoes. And they were like, which one looks the best? Everybody said, oh, if Clay Thompson would have signed with Nike, these shoes would have been so much more profitable. Mm-hmm. It is the same fucking shoe.
0: Yeah, same products, same labor work, same sleeves y'all got working in the factory, the same people. Same everything. The same everything. It's just a different label. Mm-hmm. And it's just what label catches the eye the most. What label do you want to reside with the most? And I feel like that's what's what everything. And
1: you know, as someone, you know, who can afford, you know, designer, all you're and all you're doing is buying someone's last name. That's all you're doing. I have I have products from Dior. That's someone's last name. If you were to go buy a Bentley, that's somebody's last name. When you shop at Walmart, those are the brothers, that's somebody's last name. You go get a job you go to get a Dodge? Huh? Well, that's someone's last name. You know what I mean? So after a while, you are paying Literally for someone's name or something's name, that's all it is. That's everything, though. It is everything. But, like, for a prime example, there's a store called uh, Primark, and they sell clothes that are, like, European-style clothes that are meant to look like, obviously, like, whatever the clothes are. Those are the same clothes, give give or take some thread quality, usually the same style of clothing, Third of the price, not even half the price. A third of the price. People go in there all the time, dressed in Louis Vuitton. This and that, that. I see them when I go in there. I get my underwear. I get like you know some dress pants for work or whatever. I'm paying thirty dollars for dress pants for work, and they look great. While your dress pants, you have one pair of dress pants that cost you a hundred ninety dollars. Good luck washing them. Good luck. You gotta think smarter, man. And some people really, it's very hard not to. Nice it's 2023,
0: man. Sir, it's always 2023. 2023 until 2024 it comes.
1: You got Vince it's McMahon so cool. about to sell the WWE to Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Who you
0: know would it remind me of? What? Yo, I wanted to tweet it because it reminded me of something so hilarious. What,
1: you know what, what, what?
0: It reminded me of that one scene. And I was going to say, yo, w, I'm going to tweet that after this. WWE takeover when the terrorists came on the stage. Oh, oh my. When, they, when Who was that with Was that um It was a terrorist Who was it though Who was who You talking about after?
1: with Jinder Mahal and The Undertaker
0: Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he just started praying And
1: the niggas just ran out <laughs> yeah. he, started, he just ran out yeah. Started fucking The Undertaker
0: yeah. up Yeah bro that, That's what it reminded me of I said yo This is a Brilliant thing to say Yeah I'm going to say it though I'm going to post it That's going to be so sick Oh my god That's hilarious Woo. It's so dark But it's like yo this is hilarious, because I was like, yo, what is going on? But You know they, they fired him. Rumor.
1: They fired him because of that? Did they? So that happened that happened right before
0: 9-11. Right before?
1: Right, excuse me, no, right after. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Happened after right after. after. Yeah, I know what happened after But the thing was going on crazy before time. 9-11, yeah, though.
0: That's crazy time sensitive to do that. <laughs> 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 no, you gotta be a sick motherfucker to do that. Vince McMahon. You got you you have terrorists coming out the entrance. Right at the 9-11 In it's, masks In masks In sheisties. Knowing that the, It's a very time it's, It was very time sensitive Because a lot of people Had a distaste And a disdain For Muslims In the Islamic culture And you just demonizing and you them, just them On live TV more, yeah. Even more Yeah it was, cra- that's a crazy thing. Because, like, you
1: got to think, like, The Undertaker, for people who aren't, there's people who aren't a wrestling fan, and you know who The Undertaker mm-hmm. is. You're going one of them with The Undertaker. Everybody knows that. Anyway, he's, like, the most beloved figure in wrestling. To have that happen to The Undertaker <laughs> in a live crowd, knowing what just happened, like, less than nine months ago, that is so crazy. crazy. Yeah.
0: That's that's a bag that you should not be capitalizing on No That's a crazy You capitalizing off a of 9-11 and terrorism is insane It's a crazy bag That's why Vixby, man And that's why that was cra- Yo, he's, he's so a evil crazy bro. He's an evil guy, bro like, You can just keep flipping back to the things he said, man I did found you, some new stuff But go ahead Did you see what uh, What's his name? He was talking about Hulk Hogan? Which one? He called him nigga. He yeah. Said Hulk, he said Hulk Hogan called him nigga. Yeah. What's his name? Booker T. No. Which one? Uh you, you spending the night with the Undertaker, brother. Oh, 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 You talking
1: about Theodore Long? Yeah, yeah, Theodore yeah Long Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, he, he uh he released it. I was watching it. I was like, yo, I gotta watch it. He said, you know, he said Hulk Hogan said, uh, Do you like this job, nigga? <laughs> that's what he said. You ain't seen that interview? No, I I'm didn't a, see a, that. A send it to you. But that's what uh Teddy Teddy Long. That's what he called it. Teddy yeah, Long. Yeah, Teddy Long. Yeah, tell Teddy long. long. He said, he said Hulk Hogan came over. He said, "You like this job, nigga?" Bro, <laughs> yeah, I swear, I'm gonna send it to you. And I was laughing. But I was like, "Yo, that is so crazy for back then." That wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't, bro.
1: And but, and, yo, and that's the crazy thing. Like you know, growing up as a kid, I remember when I was first into wrestling. I they they made this man Hulk Hogan like larger than life, bro. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan thing, come on, this dude. Was as fucked up as dudes come inside and out. Hulk Hogan is not a good guy. T- Terry Balea, because that's his name. Terry Balea is not a good guy. I
0: was a Hulkamaniac, man. So was I. Yeah, I had his, I had his toys, man. Yeah, the had, strong, this
1: little strong squishy thing. Yeah, I yeah. Had his,
0: I, had, I was a Hulkamaniac. I ain't gonna, that was. I remember. Of, he was one of my favorite wrestlers, man. But the I thing is, more, they
1: made you feel they like that. You feel
0: like that, yeah. Come on, brother. Yeah, yeah, eat your Wheaties and say your prayers. Uh-huh.
1: You know what I'm saying, but that guy is not a good god. <laughs>
0: racist, racist dude, man. That Vince, that's that Vince McMahon promotion, man. He know how to make, uh, he know how to, he know how to put gold over shit, man. Bro, I he do, he do. And we've been watching King Kong, and we still haven't seen King Kong. And the movie's been on for like how long has it been on? The movie's been on for 43, minutes, I mean, seven. it's a three hour movie, it's a three hour movie. And you still haven't seen. And I didn't know Jack Black paid in this. Is this
1: a bad is this is was this the bad one?
0: Nah, this is the f- like the one of the first ones. This the came first one the was I saw a black
1: and white. This one came out in O five. I know that.
0: Yeah, so this is the one that came out um there. I didn't know Jack Black was in this movie. Neither did I. King Kong is racist. Anyway, um
1: Some people shouldn't play serious roles.
0: You uh Did you see uh um, What happened? They're making the sequel to uh To what? Passion of the Christ.
1: Are they are I've they using that. Hugh Jackman?
0: No, Hugh Jackman never was Jesus.
1: Who was the guy that was Jesus?
0: Um, uh, some unknown dude. You I sure it wasn't Hugh Jackman? No, Hugh Jackman played Wolverine. That's crazy racist. <laughs> Hugh Jack- <laughs> Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. And you only said Hugh Jackman because you probably scrolled past the a, a, a article that he was talking about how he never used steroids. Yes. That's where you got it My from. My brain brain yeah, is ridiculous. Your brain is farting. Yeah, your brain is farting. But nah, his name is like James cause cause Gazelle or something like that Family God made a joke about it but Hold yeah, on There's a sequel to Passion of the Christ coming out and I just feel like We all seen the first one We all know the biblical story of Jesus What's the Christ. second version of it? That's what I'm saying I don't know Is this the King James version? This is why I don't understand it Why would it need to be a sequel of Passion of the Christ? Maybe It'll be about Passion of the Christ sequel Easter Sunday
1: Oh yeah It was It was James I can't
0: Cause, cause Val, Whatever his name is Some dumb is. shit But um Yeah, I don't know why it's a sequel. I don't know why we need to see Jesus Christ on the big screen again. The first time was even risky. The first time was bad, though. Somebody died. You know that? Jesus. Okay. (laughs) All right. Jesus. All right. Did he not die in the film? Is that not the ending of him getting... I see lynched what you did. I see what you... in front of the the town Ooh, people. Ooh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I, I'm nails telling to you, both hands nails. On lynched, his feet. Lynch, 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 and crucified
1: was, is two different things, brother. You are, you are traumatized. You are traumatized.
0: That boy was lynched <laughs> and crucified against his will by his brothers, <laughs> by his disciples. Niggas is hating on him, man. Yeah, they hated on Jesus, but yeah, I don't know why the sequel. I don't know why it's a sequel, man. Maybe it's Easter. Maybe it's Easter Sunday. Maybe he's going Did to. Did they show
1: him arise? That, no, so no, okay. that was such a Maybe long time ago. Risen.
0: Maybe it's going to be called Passion of Christ, parentheses, Jesus has risen. That'd be hard. That's a hard name. Jesus has risen? It's Jesus Passion of Christ, In parentheses, Jesus has risen. Fuck, is this a Dark Knight movie? That's what I'm saying. it. Could, I can could make it like that. If you give me uh, give me a couple, give me a year, and I'll write one of the no, greatest I say, biblical movies ever you've I, ever seen. I
1: want to see, like, Jesus come back, and it's today.
0: No, that'll be a that'll be a great movie. No, that'll be a comedy though. Yeah, yes, that should be it's hilarious. Yes, <laughs> it's not gonna be funny. That it's wouldn't gonna, be funny. No, that wouldn't be funny. It depends. It depends who's playing Jesus. It also depends. Seth Rogens and playing you, Jesus. No, but you forget it's a climate. You forget the climate of America we're in. That shit what? is gonna get shut down so fast. The Passion. This movie should get. This, all right. Okay. A lot of people didn't like Passion of Cry Somebody
1: died at the end of it. Jesus. No, the lady had a heart attack when Jesus was getting like whipped and stuff. That's, she died. That's,
0: that's kinda hilarious. It's fucked up, but it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, she was the only person to die. Like it was like, you know how they say like nobody was harmed in the making of this movie? Yeah, she, she died was. in the movie theater.
0: Somebody died from Avatar. The new Avatar movie. Somebody died. Yeah, somebody had a heart attack. During like making During it movie. or watching no, it? While watching it in the movie theater, I swear. Crazy. That's, that's
1: crazy. Yeah. That's why you don't go to movies, man. And you
0: know people made jokes, but, you know, I'm not going to say those jokes. They basically said... I uh, wasn't going to say it. They basically said the movie was so trash Y'all hear that him? he didn't even want to stay in, alive to watch it. That's crazy. But, that's uh, evil. That's evil. Um, That's evil. But, yeah, I don't know what the Passion of the Christ sequel is going to be about, but I'm pretty sure it's going to hey, have something with a rock. Then people going to look at a rock and saying he's gone. And then... Uh, what if they got somebody black to play Jesus? That would be... Cr- no, he already announced that he's going to do it. Who is? Whatever. Uh, this Saveki uh, guy? Yeah, the guy from the first one. He already announced he's... They're work, they're, they're going to start um, doing it in the springtime. How does that affect <sighs> religion, man? Do you think people are going to round up church buses on a Sunday and go this see... It's the
1: it? only religion that gets all these movies.
0: Yeah. There's no other... There's no other
1: prominent you know, movies about other I'm gonna religions. I'm going to go see it.
0: Why? I need to go see Passion of Why, why are you going to go see that? I need to, yo, you know why? You're going for laughs, though. I am. I need to go see it for laughs. And I need to go see it because... I wanted to. I wanted to see if it's going to have the same effect how it did once, because I know it was a lot of controversy. But we weren't really so cognizant we to watch young. the first that's one. That's what I'm saying. So for the second one, I need to be in the theater day one with everybody else, so, seeing how they feel. So
1: would you watch the first one then? Before I watched. We, I watched it already. You
0: watched it already? Yeah, my one of my teachers was crazy. Uh, one of my teachers was crazy He had a crazy conspiracy but The high
1: school guy? Yeah I know you're talking That's about That's my guy I fuck with
0: him still. Yeah. I still Smart got guy. him on I still got him on Google But uh Like Google Meet Google Link Whatever yeah. it's called I still got him on there But he was basically Saying some like You know Anti-Semitism shit You know Of course He's a white guy by the way Just to let y'all know He's a white guy He was saying um, The director was uh, anti- He didn't like A certain group of people and that's why he created Passion of the Christ. That was his real conspiracy towards me. And I was just like, I don't care. I don't care about your conspiracy. But I did see Passion of the Christ. Do you agree with him? Well, Passion of the Christ? What, he's the, what his conspiracy theory? Oh, no, I don't care about what he said, bro. Yeah. He's a lunatic. <laughs> he's a crazy guy, but I like him. Yeah. But, um, nah, I haven't... I've seen Passion of the Christ. I was too late to add feedback to it. I was too too young. But now I need to go see it so I can... Get these tweets off and joke and see what it's about. I need to see what the sequel... What is the sequel going to be? Some things don't need about. a reboot. It's not a reboot. It's a sequel. I mean, it's part two.
1: Some, pe- some things don't need that, though. And I feel like Passion of the Christ, you did it one time. That's but what it's, you
0: need. He died it, a tendon. And people cried. People cried from that movie. I know they did. Like people cry- talked about it in church. I remember. Yo, people was crying... I was in Catholic school when it Mm dropped. People was was I. to Passion of the Christ. And they made us watch it in Catholic school. You made y'all watch that? Yeah, they made us watch Passion of the Christ. Did y'all have to sign a waiver? No.
1: That's a very, very vulgar movie.
0: I need to rewatch it, though. Was he doing tricks, magic tricks in that movie, or no? I don't think so. No? It was just about his assassination? I think so.
1: I think it was just like the demise. It was a lot of... Niggas just hating, hating on me. From my childhood memory, I remember a lot of time skips and a lot of blood.
0: Yeah, I do remember a lot of blood being impetuous. There was a lot long. of blood and in us. And it was actually sad. I didn't it know was he was like, going to die at the end. Father, why are you? And then, like, that's yeah. just it. I didn't know he was going to die at the end.
1: What you thought he was going to do? Did you read the
0: book? The Bible? Yeah. Yeah, I had to. I went to Catholic school. So you you know what happens at yeah, the end. Yeah, I know. End. I'm being smart. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know what happens at the end, bro? <laughs> at the end of this one, I'm, the, I'm actually not going to know what's going to happen.
1: This is about to be some...
0: Cause, uh, cause you only get after he passes away. What happens right after he passes away? Is he ascends. Anything? He no. I mean,
1: technically, if we're going off the Bible version, That's what I'm saying. when he di- when they when he technically dies, he goes down to hell. He takes something. He goes up to he ascends to heaven, and then he comes back.
0: In the rock then? the rock shit happens.
1: No, he yes. Then the rock shit happens. Yes, and then then the angels move the rock. And then they go there, and he wasn't. He's not there. And then they find him with some of his disciples, and they don't believe. Mary Magdalene doesn't believe it's Jesus. And then, like, she sees his hands and his feet,
0: and like, oh, it's like, oh, it's Jesus. You're in the movie, it's like, no, Keep going. That's 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 what's in the Bible. No, I'm, I'm
1: literally telling. you. I'm giving you the play by play. man Keep
0: going. Keep going. Yeah,
1: and then that's and then that's it.
0: So they're going to make a whole movie out of that. I mean,
1: I'm not. In, I'm not in the in 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 the in the director room. But I mean, if that's. It's it's not really much you can make out of it. I mean
0: I don't Okay, so all this happens. my timeline is wrong. What's so what's the story after that? What's the story after that? Where are we at after that? The story after that? Yeah.
1: I mean it's more so about the disciples after that. Okay. It's more so about them evangelizing after that.
0: You know the book after that? What's the book after that?
1: I forgot. So Jesus dies in the New Testament. Okay. I forgot what book he dies in. It's it's one of the big four. I know it's either in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. I feel like it's in Matthew, but I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong.
0: Man, I don't... I don't. New Testament, not fun for
1: me. But I, I know for a fact that there is not... Jesus is just not hanging around Bethlehem. I know, I know that for a fact.
0: He is yeah. just not just
1: kicking it with the disciples. I
0: need to see what this movie. That's why I need to see what this movie entails. I need to see what Hollywood does with this. Movie.
1: But John the Baptist was executed at after after all this stuff. So I, I'm trying to figure they're out. They're
0: probably like, gonna post that. They're probably gonna show that. Yeah,
1: they're probably gonna show him get executed because you know what
0: they like, do need though. What we need some Old Testament. That shit was savage. We like, have Old Testament. Like what? The Ten Commandments. The movie. Yeah. No, I'm that's post- Old Testament talking about some real savage shit
1: bro. And uh what's the movie uh ah uh, damn uh Ben-Hur. Mm. That's Old Testament. Ben-Hur, you have you have Noah, Ben-Hur and the 10 commandments. Those are all Old Testament movies. Noah wasn't that good though. I'm saying No, it wasn't good.
0: We need the savage shit. That's what we need. You can't do that, that in
1: 2023. Shit, like- Exodus, you can't do that. We need
0: we need Exodus. You're
1: not getting Exodus. Exodus. We
0: get an Exodus. Movie? You're not getting that. You're not getting Boy, that. You're not getting that. The book of Exodus. I still say it. I'm not a Bible fan. Okay, the books, book of Exodus was so fucking the book savage. of laws. The book of laws. The book of Exodus was so fucking savage. Yeah, niggas was going into your village and taking your kids out. Man, yeah, slicing and them up and killing them. Yup. Okay? spirits they were saying spirits is coming into the at nighttime and killing these little niggas this is crazy this is the book of exodus bro this is crazy bro Locus, even, nigga.
1: even seeing something like sodom and gomorrah yeah that's a that's a if y'all know what sodom and gomorrah is y'all check that out oh, that's saying. a that's a different vibe but Book's, we're not book getting Ex- that
0: book of exodus is my all-time favorite really yeah it's so savage
1: my favorite book in the bible was ecclesiastes never heard of it that's crazy it's cool it's, it's a it's a good book check it out
0: is, is it savage? It ain't savage as Exodus. Nah, it's not savage. savage. It's Yo, not Exodus savage. is so savage, bro. It's, so it's the
1: old Everything in the Old Testament it's is savage.
0: savage. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's, it's a. Bro, what? Man. Oof.
0: Bro, I used to get a thrill reading that shit. I'm not even going to lie to That's you. That's kind of sick. That is kind of sick. But when I was reading this in a. Because, you know, in Catholic school, we had to read. They gave us books, like religion books, whatever. Yeah, to read them. We had to read them, and then we had uh, we had Bible study, mandatory Bible study. We had to go to, and we had to read it, nigga. I would not read what they go to. I'll go straight to Exodus. <laughs> and then when we finally was reading Exodus, I'm like, yo, this is in the Bible. This is crazy, and and it stuck with me. Ever Have since. you ever revisited Exodus? Yeah, yeah.
1: I must say, you might you might get a, you might get a different read nowadays.
0: Oh no, I still like it.
1: You do. I'm, I'm talking about like now since like you know you have your your adult brain yeah like you you may actually like go deeper into it and like wow
0: they got a show they got like a show about Exodus I heard it was really good I'm gonna check it out
1: I never heard of there's a, a show. cartoon a cartoon
0: yeah and people were like yo this this show is crazy but you got to understand the Bible to you know understand the show where's it come on Do you know but it's some savage shit. I think it's on Netflix I'll look it up I'll find it yeah I'll watch it some set but it's like Real, it's not like oh no, it's not like a religious show. It's like a savage show. Yeah, but it's because a cartoon. It's the Old Testament, so it's just niggas getting their head sliced off, you know. But yeah, spirits was coming in houses, killing kids, nigga. That's crazy. That's a different vibe. I forgot where that's from though. Damn.
1: Are you talking about? Are you talking about the Prince of Egypt? When they, when they, yeah, when the every, every firstborn son had to die, the angel of death came. Came at nighttime. Came yes, at nighttime. Sir. Took him. Yes, sir. Angel that of death. It was crazy. And you had to mark, you had to mark lamb's yep. blood overneath yep. yep. your yes, door sir. for the angel to pass by. Yep. I've read that story, yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah. That's something. That's savage shit, boy. Yeah. That's some savage shit. And what's his name? Ramses finally let them go after mm-hmm. that. And he lost his son. Yeah. He said, take your people and go. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, man. I love the ex. I love i love all oh, of the old testament man it's so savage so savage but it got a lot of sick shit in there man it's parables yeah it's a good story man yeah. i don't take it seriously but It's a good story to read
1: yeah because basically how the bible is set up it's like the prophecy delivered is the old testament and then the new testament supposed to be like the prophecy fulfilled so it's like this is the one half and then this is like the bc and then like this is like the like the 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 New Testament is like the A.D. like all the fulfilled prophecies coming together. told yeah, it's he just, us some not fun. Oh a lot God. of big
0: rocks happening. A lot of big rocks and stories. Nothing. These fine. guys, this guy. Nothing is. happy. I mean, everything happy. Everything too happy in the New Testament. But it's also not that many books because Jesus died for our sins. So after that, now we all forgiven. But before Jesus, man, we gotta be savages, man. We just out here killing each other. That shit was savage, man.
1: That's a different guy. it vibe. took
0: one nigga to come in and just fulfill the prophecy and boom. Then, then he messed up how the world should have been, man. Oh my savagery.
1: God. The world would not have lasted to be sad that we would not have been savages for that long.
0: Listen, man. Listen, man. Niggas just angel of death just coming at your house at nighttime, man. Taking your firstborn. That's ridiculous. But well, I'm gonna find that show because a lot of people have been telling me about it. And they're like, yo, it's fire.
1: I could imagine. I mean, I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. It's very bloody, I believe. Yeah, that's what we need out here. We need a bloody Bible show.
1: A bloody Bible show. Yeah, man. That's different. I used to watch a Bible show growing up. Not me. I did. It was cool. I liked them so
0: much. I had to watch them, though.
1: It was cool, though. Which one? You got used to it. It was the one that used to come on, you know, the, the gospel channel on TBN. No. It's the one where it's like a happy ending. Jesus, yeah, you know, loves nigga, you. Nigga,
0: It's only one Bible show as a kid that you should be watching.
1: Nigga. Which one? Veggie
0: Tales, nigga. Oh, Veggie Tales yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, was so hot though. You forgot it's a biblical show.
1: Veggie Tales was hot though.
0: You forget,
1: greens, yeah, lima you forget, beans. Veggie Tales
0: is a biblical show. I had to go back to watch it. I'm like, yo, this is a show about. Bible. He said, "Nineveh,
1: they're gonna smack me with the halibut." <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Nineveh. <laughs> Nineveh. Jonah. Shit, <laughs> yeah, that was that work. That was my shit. With man. the to- I forgot, uh, Larry was it? Larry, Larry the cucumber. Yeah. The yeah, tomato. Cucumber, whoever the tomato yeah. was. Let's get his name. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah. What um, was Larry the cucumber, man? Yeah, I fuck with
0: Larry. He said,
1: "Nineveh, I don't so, want to go to Nineveh."
0: Tomato from <laughs> Veggie Let's get his name.
1: That was a show, man.
0: He was A real nigga, man.
1: Bob. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this nigga name, bob. This nigga's name is Bob the Tomato. Dumbass name. I might fucking around. Have to really rewatch this.
1: You are gonna get a good kick out
0: of that? Vegetables I'm telling crazy. you. Crazy. Larry the cucumber and Bob the tomato. Yep. Yes, sir.
1: He said collard greens. But I think they, re- uh, they redid them.
0: Damn, Junior asparagus.
1: I remember him. He had the cap on. Yeah, yeah I remember him. Junior.
0: You got Archie Bald Asparagus. Damn. The potatoes. Mr. Lunt?
1: Mr. Lunt! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Lunt, he's a lentil.
0: Yeah, he about to be he yeah. <laughs> <Mr. Lund. laughs> yeah he got a gold tooth in his mouth. That. Bro, his look at his
1: face. <laughs> was, where his eyes bro,
0: this nigga don't got no face, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch VeggieTales, man. I think it's on Netflix.
1: VeggieTales ain't on no damn Netflix. Jimmy
0: Grood. Jerry Grood. Mr. Nezzer. Damn, man. It takes me back. That's okay. a good time. VeggieTales was definitely a good time. That's the only Bible show I watched, man.
1: VeggieTales? That was a good one. I had the tapes, I had the VCR tapes of them. Some of them. The Jonah one was really good, though, I will oh, it say. It was, it was.
0: The Jonah one was really good. I was a big fan of VeggieTales. I didn't really like Caillou like that. He was so annoying. Caillou wasn't a gospel show. I know it wasn't. I told you. I'm telling you shows. I never watched gospel shows, bro. Oh yeah, Ed hey, Tells was the only one. Unless it was another one. I'm thinking of. Nah, Caillou was terrible. Was there any gospel cartoon shows? Other ones? <sighs> I'm trying
1: to think. Nah, one came man, on, they on TBN killing just
0: black people. Yeah, on on King Kong. This is so racist.
1: They they had the uh they had the one. That was that was on TBN. Was they had one. veggies. It was it was just some something about the
0: God and disciples I believe I watched that one too.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely was big around Easter time because mm-hmm. then they had Jesus coming back and all that type of stuff. And they had Prince of Egypt was a good
0: one. I watched Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt was I good. Watched Prince of Egypt. Yeah. yeah, that was actually a good one too. All right. Yeah, Prince of Egypt was, that was good. A
1: good one. Um, I'm trying to think. There's nothing. I don't think there's nothing else. I could be wrong, but there's nothing that was good. It was good, yeah. All other ones it. was
0: very cheesy. Prince of Egypt had a great soundtrack, yeah, too. it yeah, did. had a great-ass
1: soundtrack. Let my people go. But yeah, man, that's why people... Kids today, man, they don't know how bad they got it in terms of content on TV. We had
0: great shows you can go back to. Because it took more innovation to create these shows that we watched. Just like back then. That's why all the slasher films are classics and there's no more good horror film. no because the writing may be phenomenal but we got a lot of special effects man a lot of cgi in play back then it was literally no type of cgi we had special no. effects back then but we had no cgi so they had to really make do with all the effects that we were looking at they really had to take hours to create makeup to have someone that look like freddy krueger yeah, you know, man, now you just CGI the motherfucker and it looks fake like Play-Doh It's a fake. bunch of guys in the green in a green, green room, and it's not fun. It's not real acting. No, but now, man. But back then, that's why the slasher films were so phenomenal. They literally had to make do with all the resources they had, all of the necessary resources, and all that's of why there were so many all good time movies. classics that yep. can never be replicated.
1: Yeah, but that, but that, 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 that's a dying genre. Like people are now oh. trying to, yeah, people are trying to make more. Thriller nows, psycho. Thriller Nows and cycle psycho Thrillers now. Thriller. Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing that, like... It's
0: nothing that's scaring you no more. What's scaring you? Bro, we see a lot of shit on a daily now. Like, we're seeing people's heads get amputated... On Twitter! day on Twitter, bro. Like, this shit... This ghost does not scare me no more, like,
1: bro. I'm not scared of a six-head thing with wings. Yeah. That's... I've not seen Are that.
0: talking about the realist... Realist... Like, realistic... Angel, that is a scary looking sight. No, 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 that's different. Have you ever I'm, seen the angel? Yeah, I've seen
1: all three of them. The cherubs, oh like the God. the one that's in like the big circle, those with, things with are, the
0: with the fucking wings around it. Yeah, those things are. Those things Bro, are why would answer. I want to go to heaven if I see that thing? That's a crazy thing to see if the, you go to heaven. The
1: cherubs are uh, uh, reportedly. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't been there, but the cherubs there they hang outside of heaven,
0: that's like the it, gates allegedly. Allegedly, so is that he, the thing with the eyeball and the
1: the cherub. So. Leonardo da Vinci like fucked up how like all religion figures looked mm-hmm. like him and all those like European artists and all those yeah. guys they they painted the cherubs to be like children with small wings those yeah. things are like massive fucking behemoths
0: I would believe so I believe there's a lot of mythological shit that's going on in heaven
1: but they made them look very kitty like Cupid yeah. like the, Cupid is a cherub
0: mm, sort of your average angel. Like a little kid with his penis out yeah. with the wings behind. him That's
1: not what a cherub yeah looks like. I'm gonna show you what a what a what a literal cherub looks like and you're gonna be like, that's what they want a Cupid to look nigga, hold on. We wait.
0: don't know what they all look like, but this is yeah.
1: Yeah, we we don't like I I like I said, I've never I've never been hold on, here it is. It's a seraphim, a cherubim, and the big one. I forgot the big one. But these are these are this is essentially what Cupid's supposed to look like. So nothing. What is it? That's what that's what a cherub is, uh, allegedly.
0: Yeah. So nothing.
1: That's it. I'm gonna show you the. I'm gonna show you the seraph.
0: So what's the one with the eyeball? The one big eyeball. That's the seraph. I know what that looks like. You don't got to show me. Yeah. That's that. That shit haunts me in my dreams. Yeah.
1: The seraphim angels. Yeah. Yeah. This thing. Like, why is it so ugly? Uh, yes. Bro. Yeah. That's the Man, seraphim. What the fuck is going on? The, the, so the seraphims are like the like the, Not second class but Like the second level of angels
0: like you just an eyeball Big as hell Big as hell Big ass eyeball with wings around it
1: Looking like a Comcast building Yeah Just big it's big Some scary shit man
0: And what were we talking about prior to that? Shows? But yeah Talking about horror movies But, but Anyway Back to what we are saying man Cause that is a horror movie in itself Looking at it angels It is that's what they should've did. Mm-hmm.
1: Make some real, make some real. What? Yeah, let's do that. <clears> they <throat> like have a war between heaven and hell in a movie. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Show the real versions, but yeah, yeah. Horror movie is dying out. They're just making a lot of psychological thriller these days, man. You know, because they have to. Like I said, a lot of shit is not scaring us no more. You can't make some man. You can't... Re- that's why all the reboots do poorly because it's like we've seen this nigga a hundred times. Come on, Jason. Jason. All <laughs> of, they just keep doing remakes of different horror films and it's not scary no more. It doesn't hit the same. We're just looking at it as entertainment. So just change the genre name to entertainment. Because That's, that's it. It's
1: good. And some so, of these things are laughable. Sorry yeah, to cut you I'm off.
0: Saying. They are laughable. But with psycho thrillers, man, psycho thrillers get me because in order to have a... a successful psycho thriller it has to be mind-boggling and it has to have a lot of jump
1: scares yes
0: that's all horror has came to these days with this massive jump scares and it and that also comes through with the sound effect team it has to have a great sound effect team yeah psycho thrillers do not scare me if i'm watching in my room because i don't have a surround
1: sound but what i will say is that the better horror movies that i've seen they leave something to the imagination, yeah. but the problem is now here now here's the happy medium, right you if the movie is an hour and fifty minutes long, shorter movie around there, shorter to sized movie,
0: There should be an hour horror films yeah. there's
1: no reason still going off of what i'm saying there's still there should be no reason why I don't see the killer until the forty eight minute mark that's true why like yeah. where is the killer? What is this build up for? Like what are we doing? Like no, like y- y- there they- there needs to be an evaluation, like you said, or just or just get rid of the genre, and, yeah. and that's okay. Like, but that's why Jordan Peele, I feel like, did I was really about to good. Say his name too, man. Yeah. yeah,
0: great writing, man. The way the things he did, he brought back a certain genre that was like hanging by the thread. Yeah, like, literally, that's all it was, and he just brought it back and he made it phenomenal. But I still consider his films psycho thrillers. Not even thrillers, it's just like psych- psychological because they don't scare me. They'll scare me because I'm like, yeah, it's against black people. But I was like, yeah, this is a crazy film, man.
1: And and the thing that that Jordan Peele does, like a lot of people, you know, lack in the in the horror film industry, is that when you leave that movie theater, you're talking about something.
0: Yeah. You know, like there's not a lot of films that make you want to go back and just reevaluate and rewatch again. There's not a lot of films that do that.
1: No, you know, and it's like wow, like this movie I'm I'm thinking about, did that really happen? Yo, we gotta watch that again. Or I wanna see that scene again to see like what does that mean? Like there's there, it's just not plain, like low level violence and gore. Like mm-hmm. there's like there's there's Bible verses in there. Like there's 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 figuratism in there, like, you know, there's there's all these different type of things anthropomorphism is sometimes in some of his movies and it just makes you want to go back and watch it again Mm -hmm. and be like yo I know I missed this what is he talking about oh I figured it out or I have to look this up about the movie oh great I know this now but not everybody's that gifted
0: it's real thought provoking his films are very thought provoking yeah I wouldn't say you need a certain level of intelligence but you definitely need to be at least cultured and have a kind of understanding of what's going on to understand what's happening in his films because when I would go back and watch, um, what's the first one? Get Out. When I would go back and watch Get Out for the first time, that movie was so good. I had to watch it a few times. And then you understand, like, everything that comes into play. Like, it was all planned all along. And mm-hmm. you're like, yo, this is crazy. And then you want to know why that one guy was running straight towards him and he makes a slight right when he was running towards him. And that's because... That was the spirit of her grandfather dying because he lost a race to Jesse Owens in the Olympics. or something. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that you have to take into account when watching his films, man. And I feel like he he writes; he's a masterful writer. That's yeah. how I feel about him. Like yeah. I'm not going to say it's a horror film, but I'm extremely entertained by everything he he creates.
1: And the crazy part about it is, you know, like like you say, you know, there's an intelligence level, but you can still watch the movie yeah. and be and be in awe, but. He, he, the, for, the, for the folks that really want to sit down, it gives you it gives you something to dissect yes, as well.
0: For a very long time.
1: Yeah. You know, so that's that's also why I feel like his movies are so good compared to the, the humdrum, here's some stupid clown or XYZ that is supposed to scare me, but I know trauma and this isn't scary. Yeah. You know,
0: but hey man. Hey man, it's a podcast and show show. That's all I gotta say, man. That's all I gotta say. That's how it ended. That's how it is. Twenty twenty three. I just wish nothing but peace and pos- prosperity for y'all. Accomplish y'all goals. It's going to be a great year for all of us. I believe. I'm just speaking into. That's it. To you say that's
1: all you had to say.
0: That's all I had to say. And I'm gonna just keep saying it, man. Work. That's all
1: I gotta say, man. Walk down that hallway with pride.
0: Walk down that hallway, man. Open up that door. Walk down that hallway.
1: Episode 193.
0: I'm out of here.